This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 307 DGS on KMOX. Uh, Julie Lally, our buddy who uh, is like the best PR person in town. I've known her forever. Uh, brought us a gift. She's uh, repping Owen Stero, driving Jimmy Griffin around. And uh, she brought us all Pez and... I was just saying how, like, you know, you get those, if you'd have said to me, like, hey, do you like Pez? I'd be like, sure, who doesn't like Pez? But then when you see it and you operate it and it takes you back as a kid, there was just nothing cooler than Pez. Yeah. Yeah. I love Pez. I I got the Night King. Uh, I have Jon Snow, evidently. Nice. (laughs) You didn't watch, you're the only person that didn't watch Game of Thrones? I did. I watched it. I'm a weirdo. I watched it through the Red Wedding, and Uh then for some reason I didn't come back. Oh, there were some people that said that should have been the ending. Well, They thought that would have been a good ending. Yeah. All right. For me, it was. Um, (laughs) How would that have been a good ending? I don't know. I don't agree with them. People make that argument on the TikTok. It might have been better. I mean, I actually didn't hate the Game of Thrones ending. It was fine. Into spoilers. I thought it was fine, too. I feel like the internet reaction was a bit outsized yes. on that one. I wasn't crazy about it. That's fair. Yeah. But at least you're not, like, crying actual tears the way some <laughs> oh, people <no>. were. <laughs> I have a job. Some people were big <laughs> mad. What do you think that is? Have you ever, what's the closest you've been to that? Truly emotional about something that's completely made up. Well, I did get truly emotional over Game of Thrones one time. A beloved character passed oh, I, away, and I, I was this. sobbing. Oh, which I one? Was sobbing. Oh, it was the, why okay. are you mouthing? Okay, because in case, oh, in case gonna, people yeah. don't watch, yeah, yeah, in case people don't know. Oh. And I was people a, are listening. I was a book reader and knew the kind of resolution Look to that storyline. Well, I well, I was just <laughs> I trying was to a tell book her. Reader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I was trying to Not tell her, like, reader. look, I, I don't want to spoil things for you, but don't maybe it's it'll be okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's I read all like, words no, it's not. in that book. I was crying. I'm done with this show forever. Those yeah. words told me who died. <laughs> <laughs> Called me a sling dragon. <laughs> I love that Dave was like, Why are you mouthing it? Because <laughs> there are thousands of people listening. <laughs> well, I mean, it's been out there it has for been a while. I know, while, but yeah. still, yeah. I don't like to spoil things like that. So no. Do you want it. my Pez? Um, no, it's okay. You can have it. <laughs> I she didn't say that. I offered her Pez earlier. And yeah, she like, did refuse. I, yeah, I love the gifts that Julie brought us. She brought us each personalized things because she's amazing. I'm not a big Pez person. I'd like yeah, to but admire this is them. Your man? He's not my man. 
<laughs> He's my favorite character. Um, we're not in third grade, Rage. <laughs> He's not my boyfriend. Okay? I don't love your Pez dispenser, Dave. Yeah, you love John Snow. He's not, 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 not even real. I like John Snow. Me too. Well, if I take him home, he's going to end up in a drawer with a bunch of trinkets. So. <laughs> I mean, I'll take him. Fine. I could have him, and then he can fight Hand with the over. Night King. We'll just fight. See? There you go. Wheeler out did ya. Yeah. <laughs> now you can go home and cry about not having your boyfriend in a Pez version. <laughs> Stop, boyfriend. God. <laughs> She'd be like, can I have a Pez? I'll kiss you in the mouth. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> then he's like, good. It comes out of his throat. That's what I always loved. Plus, the Pez is quality. Yeah. Yeah, they're not bad. Is Pez the same as Smarties? No, but she also gave us Smarties. Did you see that? Because you were just saying the other day how much you like Smarties. No, I do like Smarties, though. They're good. Um, Steroid Kevin. All right. I want to give you guys a quiz. Um, I just found this interesting. It was from uh, the Financial Times of London's U.S. uh, Bureau. Uh, It's about the economy. And like we talked about with the national debt, there are all these things that I don't understand, right? You get these things, you hear something, you're like, well, isn't a low unemployment number good? And I was like, nope, that's bad for the economy. Like, feels like there's not a lot of understanding and almost everything is geared toward um, everything's bad or everything's worse than it used to be or whatever. So this is an interesting quiz that I saw. They, They didn't frame it this way. I'm turning it into a quiz. It's just a graph. So the first few, these first four are true of the last calendar year. So from last year to now, year over year, what do you think of this? So if I were to ask you, comparing to one year ago, which has increased faster on average in the U.S., prices or wages, what would you answer? Prices. Mm-hmm. Rachel? Um, yeah, it feels like prices. 90% of people answered that way. They are wrong. The correct answer is that wages have grown more in the last 12 months than prices. Okay, but consider somebody like me. Who, I mean, I'm not complaining, but no, my wages have not grown at all. Well, but no, no, I mean, it's, a, it's an average. So it's like, it's I an average, though. It's not like everybody. It's I an think average. That's why most people are complaining that it's prices because, like, I don't care if other people's wages go up. That doesn't affect me at all. Well, no, I but know, but does. economies work on the large scale, not on the individual scale. That reminds me, my dad used to say when I was a kid, Recession is when your neighbor's out of work. Depression is when you're out of work. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And again, they're all none of this is like telling anybody that their situation is not correct. Your situation is your situation, whether you're rich or not. I mean, that's what it is. But the perception would be, like you guys said, and my initial answer would have been the same as well. Like clearly, prices have risen more than wages, but the the Financial Times says that they have not. But I guess that's um, a, I guess that's a, a, another question that I have when you talk about the economy and when. Like, we on the show talk about the economy like we are right now. If you can tell me that the economy is good, but I know what my wages are versus what the prices of things are, why do I care if the economy is good if it's bad for me, right? Well, I mean, the reason you care about the bigger scale is that because... That's like one of the most... It's egocentric things I've ever heard. I know, but it's also like saying, I get it though. I, I get it. I, I, well, it's also I like saying like my side of the is boat good. is take is not taking on water, but the other side is. I mean, you're in the same boat. Eventually, the idea would be that the longer it's good, the better it becomes for everyone. That doesn't work for 100 percent, though. I mean, we all know that nothing is 100 percent. It's just about on average or in median. So as an example, um, do you think the uh, in terms of the net worth net worth, do you think the average American household is wealthier today than they were before the pandemic? 
I will, I will say yes because of the fact that housing prices have, or like the value of homes have gone up. So Ooh, yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, net worth is higher. Yeah, I'm going to say yes just because I would think no, and it <laughs> seems to be an ironic <laughs> answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, is, it, it is a bit of a setup. It is a bit of a setup because everything we hear is negative. So just instead of playing the rest of the quiz, I only wanted to start it off to kind of make that point that we are constantly being told that everything's bad. Some things are bad, and things are really bad for a lot of people. But you're not always being told the entire truth for whatever political— we were talking about this whole political thing, and that's part of the political game, is always making it sound like whoever's in power now is screwing you over. And then when it switches, the other side is going to do the same thing. See, your problems are because they're in power. Um a couple other ones. This, let's go bigger picture. This is now compared to 30 years ago. Do you think that the share of Americans living in poverty is higher today or was higher 30 years ago? 30 years ago. You think it was higher 30 years ago? And I really do think that. Um, I, I have no idea. I don't know. It's lower today mm. than it was 30 years ago. So 30 years ago, early 90s, which seemed like a pretty damn good time, right? Mm -hmm. We talk about this all the time. 80s and 90s were sweet. Basically, um, um, from from the would you say, Dave, the early '80s until 9/11, mm -hmm. it was a pretty good period of time. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had pol political fights and all that, but like life was pretty good. No big wars, you know. No, it, there were there, the culture wars didn't exist the way that they do now. It was pretty chill. I mean, people seemed to, do it. and life felt good. But there were more people living in poverty as a percentage, not as a raw number, because there are more people raw numbers now. Thirty years ago than now. And the similar idea, do you think the median income can afford a better lifestyle today than 30 years ago or worse? Most people say worse. The truth is better. 30, I mean, when you, th and I, I'm not going by, um, <clears throat> this is not done by any opinion. This is by measurable market market rates, numbers that have been studied by a financial, fi this is a financial, inst I mean, the financial publication, the Financial Times. Um, if you look at in terms of net worth, the American household today is wealthier than it was. The average American household today is w wealthier than it was 30 years ago. And obviously the unemployment rate is lower today than it was 30 years ago. And what's interesting is if you said, was life better 30 years ago? My answer is yes. But yes, I was also in my 20s, not my 50s. <clears throat> yeah. And I do think because of the uncomplicated politics of that time, because it wasn't nonstop, 24 hours a day, everybody yelling at each other and fighting and the crazies on either side taking over. It, it, even if it wasn't better, you know, like on average, it sure felt better. And yeah. it's, it's just interesting, though, because if you listen to the news, if you look at the headlines on all the major news websites, it's always bad, 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 bad. But historically speaking, using, using just perspective, it's better now than it was 30 years ago overall, not for everybody. A, a lot of you're really hitting on something wheels. I just watched a video last night by this like fi finance YouTuber. I was half watching it, but she was talking about how a lot of people in finance are talking about the fact that, yes, technically the economy is strong, but I, and I'm not joking, the vibes are off. Yeah, like people yeah. just feel worse. And there's reasons why things feel worse. There's more things that, there's more ways to spend your money now than there was 30 years ago, yeah, yeah, if that makes yeah. any sense. Well, you didn't have a cellular plan back then. Right. You didn't have, you know, high-speed internet, whatever. And uh, 
to give Andrew credit, like what he's saying is how a lot of people feel. A lot of people see these stats and go like, okay, great, but my life isn't getting better. The prices have actually raised for me. And and that's a very real thing. And that plays into the overall, like the vibes are off. Because for me, 30 years ago, I was where you guys are now as far as actually worse off. I didn't even have a career. I wasn't even in radio 30 years ago. I was just literally getting ready to graduate college. And then right after that was that time period where I didn't have any money or anything until I was probably into my mid thirties, you know, probably 32, 33, 34 is when I finally started making good money. But that was when I started, not when it got to be really good. And I think that that's also similar to what it is now. I think the younger you are now, the less the, these things are good for you because Mm -hmm. you don't And I'm going by like, my kid is 26 I'm going by what my life was when I was in my mid to late 20s compared to now. You know, you're just, you don't have equity built up in anything because you don't have, you haven't had a retirement thing going for 30 years. You don't have 25, 30 years of paying mortgages and being able to take equity out of houses and put it into a new house and get a bigger or a better house. Like it takes time to build all of that up. And this is not to say that nothing should get fixed. It should. This is not about, you know, it's okay. perfect the way that it so is. What about the, I want to say trope, but I'm not sure it's a trope. But what about what I hear all the time that millennials uh, are pissed at boomers because they ruined everything and uh, they just sucked all the sweetness out of it. And now the millennials can't afford to live half as good as the boomers did. They ruined it all. Is that just a farce? No, I think it's true because I think what I think the truth is that the it's the, this is on average overall, right? Well, let me ask you. Where is the largest portion of the population right now? I it's Gen think- X and it's the boomers. Right? Because it, millennials are a relatively small generation or is oh, it a I bigger one? Millennials are bigger. But they're also very young right. r- relative to X and boomer, right? So that's kind of my point is well not kind of my point, one of my points is I think one of our big failings over time has been we screw over younger people. Our system is entirely set up so that people in their 30s and 40s and and even 20s, 20s, 30s, 40s, they're they're the ones doing like they're carrying a lot of the economy. They're very much they spend, they keep things moving. And a lot of that is beneficial to older people because you've been in the stock market for 30 or 40 years and all that productivity is finally starting to pay off for you. And I think of it like my dad. My dad's a working class guy. His 20s and 30s, he worked 60 hours a week. He wasn't making great money. But eventually, over time, when he got to be in his 50s, everything started coming together. All those stocks that he had for all those years started to pay off. All the time that he put in, he got better jobs. He was now in management instead of being the guy doing the grinding work. And then all of a sudden, everything was good for him, even though for all that rest of that time, it wasn't. And I wonder why... I mean, is it just a natural thing or is there something we could do about that to balance the scales to make it so that when you're in your 20s and 30s and even early 40s, you're not still always fighting the fight every day that you could be more a part of the fun, if you will, before you reach your 40s and 50s and then 60s, 70s, whatever. 
Is it you? Do you feel that same way? Let's see what Jon Snow has to say. Oh, uh, let me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the, the Night King says, I'm going to kill you all. <laughs> this uh, topic deserves more than three minutes, but Ricky Gervais, who's Ricky Gervais, right? He's made a living out of being Ricky Gervais. Uh, in his new Netflix special, talks about uh, kids with uh, terminal diseases, and he calls them baldies. Because uh, people lose their hair when they're going through chemotherapy. And when the audience groans, he calls them the R word. Wow. And so lots of people, even people who love Ricky Gervais, for being Ricky Gervais, are saying like, hey, dude, we know that you're Mr. Crazy and Mr. Atheist and you can say anything at all, but that's really sick. And it's kind of dividing the Internet. Thoughts? He gets on my nerves because he thinks that if you don't think he's funny, it's because you don't have a sense of humor. And it's like, no, maybe I just don't think you're funny. Maybe I just don't think you're being very clever. And comedy is about being clever and surprising people and having a new take on something. So going like the lowest common denominator like that, of course, people are going to groan and they're going to say, it's just really not that funny. But then he turns it around and says, well, that's your problem, which I just think is cowardly. And I, I do. I think it's cowardly to not look within yourself and think like, okay, well, maybe there's a different way I can put this. That's actually funny, but instead he just wants to yeah, and be the know, edgelord that he is. You look at, and that's the thing, it's all in the service of being edgy, and there's that sort of that rule in comedy about punching up, not punching down, right? And you can't really punch any further down than, like, children with terminal illnesses. Right. And, in fact, then you are, as a very, very rich uh, dude on stage telling jokes about them, you then kind of turn yourself into a target for punching up at, right. ironically enough. It's like, well, now we're just mad at you because you're this super rich guy standing up there and, uh, you know, telling us about how we're <clears throat> uh, stupid for not, you know, laughing at I, your I used jokes. to be more like that when I first started my career. One, because I was young. Two, because I didn't know what I was doing. And three, I had an inflated sense of thinking I was a comedic genius. And one time I did a joke uh, about, and this is a true story, that a Boy Scout troop was camping and a tree fell and it crushed one of the campers. And the next day I said, that's a really tough way to earn a badge. And someone emailed me that night and said, hey, I know this kid. He's a real kid. I know his family. He's dead. I went to the funeral. And it just broke my heart. And the next day I apologized. And it's not like I haven't done joke since then that crossed the line but that taught me a lesson thank god early in my career that uh, it's not necessarily no pun a, a badge of of honor or courage or genius that you're willing to go there sometimes you're just an a-hole this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. 
So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Haven't talked much about Operation Food Search today. That's on me. Operation Food Search is one of the best uh, organizations I've ever worked with. Earlier, uh, Maria Kina had a story about how the need for food is up this year. Uh, and the the uh, the giving is down, uh, and that's not about uh, about OFS or about Hardee's or about us. We're doing very well, but just in general, people in our area need more help, and there is less dollars coming in. So all we need you to do is go to Hardee's. Three times a day uh, is your opportunity. They have the new uh, cinnamon raisin biscuit. It's not new. Mm -hmm. It is back, and it's tremendous. My mom's obsessed with them. They're so good. Uh, The French toast sticks. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, Frisco burger. With the candied bacon. You've been on a roll, haven't you? Oh, yeah. I've been eating some Hardee's. I was actually going to ask if you guys want me to bring in some cinnamon raisin biscuits for breakfast tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do. Okay. Uh, and then when Rach does that, they will ask her, would you like to donate a dollar to Operation Food Search? If they don't, you ask them, and they will give you a little DJ sticker with my face on it, and you can give a dollar. You can give 5 10 20 50 whatever you can afford. You can also round up at the register, and then a uh, week from Friday the 15th, we'll be doing our live show, my last show of the year. It's kind of a tradition that we do, and uh, please come out to Mid-Rivers Mall between 1 and 5. We'll be selling some T-shirts that even we have not seen. They're going to be really, really cool. And there you go. Dave Murray joins us. Hello, Dave. Hello there. Uh, any changes in the weather? I mean, I know it's a changeable week, but anything new? Yes. Uh, yeah, there, there's a couple of things. First of all, the warmest I've seen today is 67. That's not a record. Damn. The record's 73 from 1966. So very mild evening coming up. It is a little bit windy. The storm system that has been out in the Pacific has come through the Pacific Northwest now, starting to get over the Rockies. And this thing is really flying. It looks like the bulk energy now is going to move to our north. So what we see is going to come in faster. It's going to get out faster. And the amount of moisture is going to be on the light side. So tomorrow is one of these days. Going to wake up in the morning. It's going to be sunny. It's going to be relatively mild for December. Pretty close to 50 degrees out the door. 62 for the high tomorrow. But there's also going to be a rapid increase in clouds. I think we have to think the afternoon is mainly cloudy on Friday. And it will stay windy. That means that the rain is going to get in here instead of late Friday night. Fairly early Friday evening. And it will be raining all on the light side, most of the night Friday. Could be a rumble of thunder, a flash of lightning. It stays windy, 48. Saturday, some fading early morning showers, but the clouds are going to stay with us in the morning. 
And then I think some sun will start to squeeze out in the afternoon, 55 for the high with a slow drop in temperature Saturday afternoon. Nothing extreme, but the colder air is working in. Saturday night is kind of a changeable sky. Going to keep the chance of some snow flurries around on Saturday night. It's not going to be much, but we dropped to 28 degrees. Sunday, it feels like winter again, partly sunny, breezy, and cold. The high, if we're lucky, 42 degrees Sunday afternoon. Up and down we go. I have a story, but it's not for the squeamish. Yeah. It's I don't an, have okay. it's an injury story. Uh-oh. Okay. I am oh, squeamish no. about My that. injury Me story. Oh. oh, that's that's okay. So get ready. All right, I'm ready. Okay? Yeah. Uh, I told the story yesterday of how I had to rake all of my leaves in the middle of the night with a snow shovel. Yeah. And so I have two big, giant blisters, wheels you can test. Yeah, I can see them. Right between where your thumb and your pointer finger Right on the go. web there. Yes. I got the mail last night. Yeah. I opened my mail with my thumbs. Whoops. Paper oh. cut oh. on the blister. No, oh. no, no. It's actually better to do it that way. No, it's not. That's it is, the worst yeah. thing I've ever heard. You don't want any new damage. If you're just damaging the already damaged, that's better. I thought ah. I was going to pass out. <laughs> I'm going to pass out right now. Just Rach- you saying those words. <laughs> not even that's because as Rach- bad as the Rach- you're doing the Amy shoulders thing. <laughs> and it, was, it wasn't even so much that it hurt so bad. It did. Yeah. But it just, I was halfway through and then I put it together, but I couldn't stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. just like, zzz. well, at this point, nope. just got to finish. That's what I did. Yep. Oh, I hate paper cuts. Yeah. Yeah. I fear them. They're worse on blisters. I'll I tell would you that for free. So, yeah. yes. But imagine oh. if you had those blisters and then you had the paper cuts on another part of your thumb or finger. That would be worse. That'd be double. I don't know. No. Did it bleed? How bad? Um, or did you, know you just let out blister water? That's a good question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> My stuff went. Ooh, no. Love that blister water. <laughs> Walk out. <laughs> <laughs> Your legs are too jelly as to walk out. She's gonna pass out. What is she gonna do? Andrew, come over here to grab run the run the board. Sweet, sweet juice. <laughs> wow. What is wrong? All right, what are we doing? Yeah. That's, what are we doing? Once again, one level too far. That's <laughs> right. That's our specialty. I don't think it is. I don't think it's worse than blister water. <laughs> no, it is. Yeah. It's what you called it. <laughs> For many, many reasons, it's just worse. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's the first paper cut I've had in decades. Yeah. Lucky. They've been lucky. Very lucky. Yeah. Okay? You, yeah. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset. Is this your first headline? <laughs> My first headline is be careful out there. <laughs> I'm too all- scared to do headlines because I have to hold paper to do it. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Would you like to do headlines now? Sure. Brought to you by Chinooks. I can give you more detail about what happened. (laughs) I'm good with sweet, sweet juice. (laughs) Find hundreds of exclusive digital offers and coupons with the Chinooks Rewards app. Time for headlines. This is kind of a downer. A thousand Americans are dying of COVID each week. That's according to the CDC. That's coming back. Yep. The virus is responsible for around 1,000 deaths and 15,000 hospitalizations in the United States each week. Where were we at our worst? Do you guys remember the deaths? Oh, I feel like it was closer to like 9,000, 10,000 a week. I I really, truly, truly think I've repressed a lot of that. I really do. I agree. Yeah. Like, why would you go back and think about it? It was such a, a horrible time. Yeah. 
And we were all just kind of, especially, I'm not trying to say like, oh, we're heroes. We're in the media. No, but being in the media and having to take it in all the mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. it was just like, why would you go back and focus One on One of the that? weirdest moments in my life is at the beginning when we really didn't know what was going to happen. And uh, my boss handed me an envelope with an official document that allowed me to travel. And, yeah. and you had to have an official, like, show me your papers to be out, like, after dark or something like that. Like, I'm a part of the media. And I remember thinking, like, this is like a damn mm-hmm. dystopian movie. Mm-hmm. If you remember, there was also the one that, it, in case they started rationing gasoline, uh, they had the thing that said, like, we are allowed to buy gasoline. The priority. Yeah. You're wow. allowed to sell us gasoline in case they started rationing it. I don't know about you guys. I've said this before. Not only do I not want to ever watch a movie about COVID or even a special, but I can't watch television shows like Stanley Tucci's uh, Discovering Italy, whatever that show is. I love it. But a lot of it was done during COVID. Mm. And so when he's wearing a mask and everyone's wearing a mask, I have a hard time getting through it. It's just such a and it's it's a body thing. It, it's it's. I don't know if I'm saying that. If you guys yeah, get it. Yeah, I get what you it's mean. A it's kind of like reaction. whenever you're describing a, your paper cut. Very much yeah. like it's that. A, it's, oh, yeah. it's a physical <laughs> Rachel's yes. like, I have no idea what you mean, Dave. There's a physical revulsion yes. where it puts you back in that space and having the mask right. on all the time. And you're like, I don't want to It's one it. of my, like when people started talking about triggers, trigger warnings. And this has probably been 10 years ago. And I was like, shut up, trigger warnings. That's one for me. Mm-hmm. Like when I see that, I get real triggered just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving on here, a poll looked at holiday loneliness as the holiday season approaches. Man, you're just a ray of sunshine. I know. I, I should have <laughs> warned you guys. How have we gone downhill br- from blister water? <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> 61% of Americans think they'll experience feelings of loneliness or sadness this holiday season. That's an increase from 55% in 2021. Mm. Electricity costs are rising. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported a spike to uh, 0.171 cents per kilowatt hour in September. Cost... It doesn't matter, but experts point to a list of causes, including geopolitical tensions, global pandemics, and green energy transitions as to why electricity rates in the U.S. hit their all-time high in September. A nightclub vending machine had drugs in it. This happened um, in Honolulu. That's a little better, at least. Yeah, this is a little better, I guess. Two men are facing federal charges for allegedly selling cocaine, ecstasy, magic mushrooms, and other drugs out of vending machines in a Honolulu after-hours club and in a fake health and wellness store. Um, Why would you do that? I mean, why would you make it so obvious? Yes. Yeah. I guess they figured nobody was paying attention. I wonder if I'd be the first person to be upset to get a, a bag of cocaine instead of my bag of chips. <laughs> like, okay, what's this? What's the big Come idea? On. Paid a dollar seventy nine. Like, chips. I thought it was powdered sugar. I was already. Hey, I paid for flaming Cheetos. Already, I'm already <laughs> paying for these chips. I have a happy story. I have a happy story. Gen Z is bringing back real Christmas trees. According to a survey from the Real Christmas Tree Board, 20% of survey respondents <laughs> well, overall <they're> reliable. <laughs> are planning to buy a real Christmas tree for the first time this year. And Gen Z was the most likely to buy one for the first time at 26%. They'll learn. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till they take it down. Man, that was dark. Yeah. I'm trying to uplift us and it's not working. That was a joke. I like the, we have a good artificial tree and it's the best. It's just the pre-lit 
three pieces. You just pop them together. Bang. It's good. I don't want to flex here, but for the first time in my life, I have two. Nice. Whoa. I do. Two full size? Yes, ma'am. Oh, my Lord. You are, you're like the That's full size candy bar Halloween lover. guy. What's that? That? You're like the full size candy bar Halloween guy. Uh, one is in the living room, the normal living room by the fireplace, and the other is in the piano room. Hi. <laughs> the, the piano room. <laughs> he just broke into the Pillsbury Doughboy. To the library. <laughs> I've never said that before. It felt good. It's in the piano room. He's like, not to flex, but I do. I know. I was like, I was like, well, and there's then. a, a full size Christmas tree in there. Well, so. just be on the sofa. Colonel Mustard in the piano room with the candlestick. And I've got the small the one in the study. <laughs> but they're not giving away uh, uh, real trees. Like, I, I'd love to go somewhere where it's for a charity. Uh, but man, you, and, and both mine are artificial, but if you get a real tree, a good one, it can be like 120, oh, 130 yeah. bucks. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Yep. Easy. No joking. You want to do one more story, Dave? I'm a little scared, but sure. Just 49% of young people plan to vote in the next election. This is according to the Institute of Politics at Harvard Kennedy School. Only 49% of 18 to 29-year-olds were, quote, definitely planning on voting for president in 2024. Man, about six months ago, <clears throat> we were um, all standing around the island and eating. And Phoebe, we were like, wow, you're going to get to vote next time. And she was like, yeah, I don't know if I will or not. And we all jumped on her. I <laughs> yeah. mean, you will vote. like, you know, the, three generations just jumping on her like, oh, you're going to vote. You, you know. Yeah. But everybody's like that. at you that said, age. Oh, for like. sure. What percentage did you say it was? Forty nine percent. So about the same number as the general population. Mm-hmm. I didn't vote for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I was I was in my 20s, like deep into my 20s. Isn't the only block that votes like a lot would be like retired people? Isn't that I don't know. like I the, think that's, that, consistent, that's the, consistent? Yeah, consistent, yeah. From like generation to generation, they're the ones that vote at the highest percentage. Yeah. Those were my stories. Okay, they were good ones. Hey, they're Sorry, all they better were than so a paper cut. Depressing. Yeah. It's, well, uh, we're going to bring this back at 4 p.m. somehow. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. All right. Better retire to the piano room now. <laughs> yes. Have a good evening, sir. <laughs> I actually paid someone to uh, tune the piano, and uh, it lasted like a week. <laughs> I mean, I don't play, so it doesn't really matter. Do you know? I can play the Exorcist theme. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick plays a little bit. And uh, yeah, so it's not a great piano. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.